Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to Killing Time, hosted by two girls, one ginger. It's a great day today, and that's because we're all wearing our new first degree merch. Should we do a little a little show? I mean, this is an audio podcast. We're recording video. We're recording video, people. It's happening. We weren't Hello. lying. We've got we video, people. <laughs> we're capable. We're here. It took us a long time. Thanks for staying with us. Um, but we are wearing our first degree merch. Uh, it's now available online for your shopping pleasure. We look beautiful. We look beautiful. Jared's? Sorry, you ladies look beautiful. You especially look gorgeous. No, your merch is actually my favorite. I have the. Do I have the Patreon shirt? You have the Patreon. You're wearing the Firsty Underground like exclusive sitch, and it's I a- am not even allowed to have one. Jack was like, hey, I've got a sample of each merch for you. And I was like, I didn't get one of these. Wait, did I not give you one? It's very exclusive. Uh, <laughs> okay, well, that was, <laughs> that was an accident. You can it's have fine. one. No, but this- Have you ever seen me wear a t-shirt? No, Ever? But- do you don't wear them just to like hang out? No. Oh, I love a t-shirt. It's pretty much all I wear. Mm-hmm. So if you get this t-shirt, Sweatshirt. you'll have something that not even Alexis can get her hands on. <laughs> nope. Yeah. And the only way that you can get the Firsty Underground t-shirt is by being a member of our Firsty Underground, aka our Patreon. So we're really excited about that. I'm just wearing the first degree logo tee, which, you know, I thought go really simple. Because Stick with some the people, classics. Some people, that's what I've learned in my merch uh, career is some people don't want the glitz and the glamour. They just want the simple shit in life. So you can get all this merch on uh, our merch store and there's a couple other goodies. Where is our merch store website, Jacqueline? It's, uh, well, it is it is a Just Merch website. That just is Merch. The Maine's uh, merch supply store. You're welcome for that. But it is on our link on our website. We'll link it on our Instagram. We'll link it on we'll our link Facebook. link it everywhere. Everywhere that you, you know, get first Shop for merch. Stuff. <laughs> um... That's our housekeeping for the day, I think. I love that. Other than obviously join our Patreon, but you know And that. happy holidays. Happy holidays. Oh my gosh, December 8th. Ooh, you guys, we obviously we record these a little bit in advance, but tomorrow I will be heading off to France to what? look at... Oh, right. To go look at... I knew that. <laughs> ...chateaus for our future wedding, and I'm really excited about it. Oh boy, I can't go. I'm busy, but... Jared's writing new music but i'm going you know with what? my mom the women always end what up. am i gonna jared do doesn't need to be there what am i really gonna offer? the wedding he no. would just be like do you like it okay jared, great. just pick a good boutonniere for the love of god <laughs> what do i have to offer in that nothing. scenario a boutonniere okay you don't offer a much in life, you know? I'm, i love that but i'd love a boutonniere yeah, yeah. 
Maybe I'll just do that. Yeah. A good suit. Make sure you have a good tailored suit. Oh, he will. He's no, gonna I was just going to get something sure off the rack. Is, no, we need to make sure the hair is coiled. It's quaffed. 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 It's gingery. It's long. It's flowy. What's quaffed? Quaffed. Hmm. You know? I don't really know. Deliberate. So I just do quaffed. It's okay. deliberate. She's doing a hand. Uh, a little it's more hand. Of everyone like a, knows what quaffed means, but no one knows what it looks like. Yeah. Well, no, everybody knows what it looks like. Well, Nobody quaffed knows means you don't look like shit. Yeah. I always want to be well And kind of vol- voluminous and like put together. Like okay. a bouffant, maybe. A bouffant is quaffed. <laughs> yes. I was... Or a pompadour. I, see, I was... <laughs> it's definitely a vintage sort of yes. a saying. Like... It's, yeah, quaffed. it's like a 60s. It's like a 20s or 60s. Which is why term. the pompadour is what made me think that quaffed was like a gelled, like no. high What's thing. What's so funny no, is hearing... No, quaffed has movement. Quaffed can it's flow. A it, it can kind of move in the wind, but it stays in place. I am quaffed. My dad is the one who taught me the word quaffed, and he also taught me, he's like, one day I was like getting dressed up when I was like 18. He's like, you look all gussied up. And I was like, what's gussied? No, oh, I know gussied. I, but I like, know that That's one. also the same era as quaffed. Yes. According gussied to my dad. Gussied sounds like a hussy. That's right. <laughs> Don't you know it? Okay, so should we get into the day? Please tell us. Yeah. Okay, so today is December 8th, and the dark day. This is a very dark day for... The entire world. Okay. On, on December 8th of 1980, John Lennon was shot and killed by Mark David Chapman. So I think most of us know the general story, but I'll give you sort of a rundown. So John Le- Lennon lived in New York City and he was, he left his apartment for the day. I think he was going to write some music and he ended up coming back to his apartment with Yoko Ono with him. And that's when Mark David Chapman approached him. Out and- of the shadows. What? He came out of the shadows. Came out of the shadows, approached him, and shot him uh, at close range four times with a 38 caliber revolver. He was bleeding profusely, rushed to the hospital, but he died en route. So basically, Mark David Chapman met John Lennon earlier that day, and he gave him an autograph, and he basically just waited around all day for him to come back, and then he killed him. And the thing that really fucking pisses me off about this whole thing is he was obsessed with Catcher in the Rye, which is one of my favorite books of all time. And he like really resonated with Holden Caulfield and how Holden you know, had this this hatred for all the phonies in life. So he thought that John Lennon was a phony and that was the reason why he killed him. And after he shot him, he basically waited for the police to come, didn't leave, didn't try to flee, whatever, and was just reading The Catcher in the Rye. But I'm so interested in, in, I don't know, criticizing artists as phonies when it's like John Legend was like a... Lennon. Lennon. (laughs) What'd I say? John Legend is still with us, thankfully. (laughs) Also a great artist. You know what I meant. John Lennon was obviously a mover and shaker and not a phony well i think that's one of the most interesting parts that's about what's it, so right? ironic it's because yeah. he, he was like oh i'm going to kill this person because they're a phony or i don't like them because they're a phony and the exact opposite happened and john lennon has withstood the test of time sure. and truly, goes down I mean, in history as probably the best if not one of the top five greatest songwriters to ever have of lived. Of all time yeah and his estate kept keeps generating yeah. like there's so much creative offshoot projects that have come just from shit he never even released like he will go down as one of the most memorialized and beloved artists of all time yeah it is that is kind of fucking ironic 
because it's like it could way to not go. Be, yeah, could not be further. The most from the incorrect truth. opinion totally. I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy to me. Ew, he that was such a fucking tragedy, piece man. It's of shit. Totally. But um, so in lieu of a funeral, Yoko Ono requested ten minutes of silence around the world, which I think is really nice, gorgeous. And um, I mean, people were obviously it was horrible with all the Beatles fans. I think three fans died by suicide shortly after. Like, I mean, it was definitely like, I mean, if we were alive during that time, which we weren't, um, it was probably one of those moments that everybody remembers where they, when they heard about John Lennon dying. So very, very dark day. R.I.P. John, R.I.P. George. R.I.P. R.I.P. Except for the ones that are alive. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, so uh, I was really figuring out what I wanted to do with this day. Uh, I can't wait to hear more. We've done a Beatles kind of conspiracy theory because, you know, I love to go into the when conspiracy theory. Those tracks backwards. And like Paul's dead sure. and like all this kind of stuff. But, um, you know, it, Mark David Chapman was quote unquote inspired by uh, the catcher in the rye to kill John Lennon. So I went and I found some kind of weird crimes uh not there might might have been one murder, but I wanted to keep a little a little bit lighter. But crimes that were inspired by fictional works, so I thought it was really interesting. Love that. So we will dive into that when we do True Crime Rewind in a little bit. But before then, we have got some bitching to do. Please rise. Court is now in session. All rise. Call the first witness. How do you plead guilty or not guilty? Okay, welcome to On the Stand. Every week we bring a person, place, thing, or an idea to the stand. We either love it, we hate it. We have a great discussion over it. Vote if it's guilty or not guilty. Bring it to Instagram. You vote if it's guilty or not guilty. We might bring uh, one of your On the Stands to debate today. I don't Ooh, know. We do Depends. have one. I do have one. I think that we we will then. And uh, Jared, would you like to go first? I would love to go first. Go ahead. Today, I'm putting <laughs> on the stand the idea of waiting in a line for anything. Waiting in line for literally anything. Yeah. Um, I forget what we were doing the other day, but there was a line for... Oh, we were, talking, we were going to In-N-Out. Yeah. And there's always a line of cars at In-N-Out no matter where you go. But I just... I hate waiting in a line. And if I need to be in a line, I will do almost anything in the world to avoid it. Yes, but I think you need to offer a better alternative if you're going to put it on the stand. <laughs> what <laughs> do you mean? like, what else are we going to do? Take a number. Yeah. Everyone hates that too. Take a number, do an online order. Online order is great. Show up later. I'll show up Pick later up. than you. Show up dur- during non-peak hours. Okay. These well, are things that I do. The problem, These are suggestions I can make for people. Absolutely. The problem for, I mean, listen, I I will turn away if somewhere has a line for the most part because I also just like hate waiting mm-hmm. in a line mm-hmm. as most people do. But the problem with in and out is they don't do Postmates. They don't do... Like which is why come in and pick up. Guess who was in line in and out? Me, you, and you know what? When you want in and out, you want in and out, and you will wait. And you want it thirty right minutes. A- you want it right away. I don't think I really. There's not much. And I even could- when you get it right away, it's fucking cold. And also, it wasn't soon enough. It wasn't soon enough. Lines are guilty. Hit it. Ah. Ouch. Lines are guilty. I don't know if that has the effect that we want it to. <laughs> I mean, we'll see when we edit. We'll Especially see since post. it's like not in any of the cameras. <laughs> Lexus is showing, just going off camera. Okay, so I'll go next. Okay. Um, I'm putting on the stand uh, closed captions on streaming TV. Like, you don't want it or you want it? Oh, no. I am defending captions on Netflix, on Hulu. On I don't even know if you can do it on public television i'm not sure 
Um, I'm defending it. I started watching TV with captions when we were watching Love Island because they're British. Sometimes they talk really fast. They have very strong accents. And sometimes and they like, say things you would never recognize. Their in the slang wild. is different. Their slang Are you is, mugging me off? Oh, I'm, you're oh, such a mug. What are you doing? They're like, oh, <laughs> can I see you for chat? What what doing? You mugging me off? <laughs> she pied me, mate. Yeah, so pied? they yeah. Pied when you me? get when you get pied, you get get basically like, like a pie in the face. Yeah, off. like you get you're getting mugged off. I love a pie in the like face. You get, you're a bitch. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, okay. um, I started watching Love Island with captions because I was trying to keep up because sure, it's sure. hard, right? Yeah. And then they just stayed on the TV, and now they just live on Netflix and on Hulu. And now I've gotten to a point where I can't really watch TV without captions. I don't I know. Love them. I don't know what happened. I love them too. But it hurts to not watch closed captions. Some people are like, "You're ruining my immersion." <laughs> I want to be in it. I want to just watch it as intended. Well, that's sad. But I want to understand <laughs> it. I want to know. I want to let me know what your how good is your script? What do we have going on here? I need to hear every word. I need to know what's going on. And sometimes I like it because sometimes the captions are different, and I'm like, "What does this mean?" When they're using a different word or they're using a different adjective, you know, where did it go sideways? And I like to you know dive into that sometimes. Absolutely. Closed captions, not guilty. Not guilty. Keep them on all. Love them. Not guilty. Lex, this is going to be very controversial. Oh, no. Love it. Hit me. You said love it. You said oh no. Shrimp cocktail. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. So the what the reason this comes up is because on Thanksgiving morning. Whoa, weird time for a shrimp cocktail. That's right, Dad. <laughs> I'm listening. So me and Matt are sitting in the living room, and I we had I think just each had a piece of toast, and he comes out. My dad loves Costco, and he got to Costco, and it was like this amazing, and their shit's good. Like their it's shrimp is fresh. Great. It was like hella lemons and shrimp. He's like, took it out. It's like ten nineteen or something. He's like. Matt's on his computer. We're Black Friday, Friday shopping or something. And I'm like, my dad's like, do you want some shrimp, Alexis? And I'm like, and it looks like my vegan boyfriend. It's like 10 a.m. And I'm like, yes. <laughs> but <laughs> I was like, no, because it's too early. And I was like, I don't think, I don't think yeah. he would ever look at me the same. And I was like, yes, I want some shrimp. But what 11.59, I will eat it. Like noon shrimp is like unless you're having like a crab benedict mm -hmm. shrimp is a 1201 p.m food <laughs> we're so we're not arguing okay so it's not oh, on no, the stand is not it. we okay on it's the stand about, is not shrimp cocktail no, on the stand, on the stand is shrimp cocktail in the morning, in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. and my dad was like want some shrimp? <laughs> was and i was like very much dude were you very looking, much. Were you looking at him with just like like heart eyes of the the shrimp just getting like shoveled into his yes. mouth, being like, "I wish that was yes. me." Yes, yeah. and then also like my boyfriend, who's like, he said in passing a couple, Matt, he said in passing a couple times, he's like, "Well, like nothing's sicker than like someone eating an oyster or like a shrimp," because like he's never he's from Texas, so he's like also never liked. Even before he was vegan. It's he, the finer thing. He liked beef and stuff. He liked burgers, but he never liked shrimp and scallops and oysters. Yeah. And I will like eat the fuck out of all Oh of my God, my Love favorite it. food. Truly, a shrimp cocktail is my favorite food. Mm. So my dad eating a shrimp cocktail at 10 a.m., I was like, <laughs> I can't let him. No one could know who I really am. And yeah. this is, the apple doesn't fall yeah. far. <laughs> but dad, two hours and one minute, I am with you. That is honestly a morning shrimp cocktail is a pretty wild move. 
And I, I love it. it. I mean, listen, I would have had some. You would have eaten it because yes. when I had one, for, again, from Costco, Kirkland. Kirkland all it's day the long. No, their shrimps are rules. Dude, incredible. And it's on ice and there was like lemon. Oh my God. It was perfect shrimp yes. cocktail. Yes. And I ate probably 20 shrimp at 11.59. <laughs> 20 shrimp were consumed at 11.59 a.m. So uh, You just like took a big handful and you're just like... Seafood before 10 a.m. Before noon. That's not... What about salmon on a bagel? What? That's different. That's a breakfast food. Lox is different also. Okay. Because lox is like a traditional breakfast food. No, those are breakfast foods. Yeah, excluding that. Sammy Bent. A shrimp cocktail. But I think raw... Let's keep it narrow. raw bar? Okay, raw raw bar. bar. (laughs) An a.m. raw bar? A raw bar bar before noon. (laughs) It's a morning raw bar. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah, no, I'm... Dude, I want because I want to do that too. I right. want to eat. I'll eat it anytime. However, anytime. this is another one of those situations where I don't want people to see me doing it. No, it's societally I can't be perceived. Matt was I literally can't you. believe he did it in front of Matt because later he's like, I can't believe your dad did that. I'm like, I know. <laughs> You're like, I can. I want to do that. I wanted, and yeah. I was like, ew, right? Mm. <laughs> and I made a face like, gross, babes. He should be vegan I too. Never. And I was like, I want to eat a whole lobster trap full of oh, sea shanties. I love seafood. Man, I want some seafood. I'd right eat now. seafood all day long. Same. I don't care. I dude, fucking. So is it guilty or not guilty? Like, where do we land? You know, I'm saying not guilty. Not guilty. Not guilty unless someone's watching you and you want them to think highly of what you. What you should do you know is eat judge. your shrimp cocktail alone before noon. Mm-hmm. Yes, and don't invite anyone else to partake. There's uh, nothing sadder than a solo morning shrimp cocktail. No, there's nothing happier yeah. than a solo morning yep. shrimp cocktail Just blissfully alone or like a bloody mary is a loophole you can sure. put a shrimp on the skewer that's what I'm on saying. top of the and they've done that before and i've had yes. that at like 10 30 a.m no they have that all the time that is the loophole to mm. the morning shrimp cocktail well we i'm ready to wow. accept that loophole as my own that's right i'm, I'm glad that we workshopped this Woo-hoo. we found a workaround good Woo-hoo. job all right do we want to listen not guilty obviously not do, guilty do not we, guilty clearly. do we want to listen to our uh uh, first yeah. on the stand. First on the stand. You ready for it. this? Ready. Yeah. Ready. Hello, firsties, Jack, Alexis, Jared, Matt. Um, I am calling to put on the stand public bathrooms. And more specifically, when you are already parked in your stall, going potty, and someone comes in and there's plenty of open stalls and they pick the stall right next to you. Why? Why do you do that? I am a nervous tinkler. Like, I don't want people to sit there and be right next to me like, I'm just trying to do my business and get on out. Why do you have to be right next to me? I don't want to hold your hand. I don't want to hear your business. Just go, like, one stall over. I'm not asking for you to be on the opposite side of the bathroom. It's just, why? Why right next to me? Why right next to anybody else? Like, that's just weird. So 100% guilty. Thanks, y'all. Um, you're perfect and your fears are valid, but I want to be the devil's advocate real quick. Okay. Like some people might just be too skewed to be alone on the other side of the bathroom alone. <laughs> like what if it's a scary place and Jack, do you want to tell your story? Which one? Of the lady? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you tell it. Now you guys have to. Sorry. So Okay, here I'll I'll you I'll tee it up I'll tee and it up. let him bring it home. So we were at this brewery with our friend Kendra. Brewery. Brewery. Well, brewery. <laughs> I am brewery. We were at this brewery, brewery with our friend Kendra and her and I go to go to the bathroom and it was a it was a popping day at the brewery. Sure. 
And uh, there was this girl that was in the stall between us, and she was on speakerphone with her friend, screaming. She was just like, blah, blah, blah. I'm doing that. And like, the friend's screaming back, and then somebody else called her, and she goes, Not now. I'm taking a piss. <laughs> in she the goes, stall. Not right now. I'm taking a piss. I wasn't in there. Sorry. I'm just telling the story how Jack told it That's to so me. so odd. It's a woman yes. taking a piss. Taking a piss. Not now. I'm taking a piss. This is the like thing. I'm peeing right now. That's what I would say. It was the most abrasive and like so loud. And Kendra and I on the in the stalls on either Kendra, side of her. I bet her facial expression. We both like walked out of the stall and we were like, "What the fuck was that?" I love this because it's good to know that women do this too. They, but do. they don't. Well, they, <laughs> no, 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 no. Sorry, sorry. The stalls and like crowding someone who's next to you. Not saying I'm taking a piss. Well, but that's the thing. Like, I would never go next to someone unless I, would I never. was afraid. Nor would I. Unless I was scared. But what, what are you going to be scared about? Unless there's know. like a murderer outside. That's right. That's I'm trying to give somebody the out where it's like I don't know. It's better to be close. No, you know, people just do it because they have like no spatial awareness. Like yes. that's what it is. It's not because they're scared. There's people. Did you realize how many people are just kind of just. Blissfully coasting through life, Is that oblivious true? of yes. other people. There are people who aren't overthinking literally every step they take. Yes, Most and they're people. everywhere. And listen, ignorance is bliss. I wish I was one of those people. I, me and my sister were just talking about this. She's like, I cannot believe there are people out there who like will go to a Thanksgiving party and not help clean and not feel paranoid that they're going to talk people will talk shit about how you didn't help yeah Yeah. like because it's like everything we do is driven Mm. by fear of like not doing enough but there are people who don't care um i think that it's guilty because we have a little bit of awareness people i'll say guilty too it's like no one no one wants to be going to the bathroom in public as it is Mm. period no one wants to be anywhere but their own home going to the bathroom so if you can give someone a little space, you should try. Give them and some give space. yourself some space. Have some <laughs> self love for the love of God. I know it's also it's self love. Bathrooms are guilty. We need to evolve past using the bathroom. Sick. I can't believe as humans we're we haven't. We gotta get past it. Are we, we get, okay with this? We gotta evolve more <laughs> because they're disgusting. You yeah. know, I was thinking. Because, okay, never mind. Uh, this is gonna get into another tangent. But honestly, <laughs> we'll get there. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. <laughs> Save it. All right. When we come back, it's time for some true crime rewind. So if you're a super busy person and you don't have time to go to the gym, or maybe you just don't even want to go to the gym and work out in front of a bunch of different people, you need to check out the Aloe Moves app. I'm obsessed with this app. So it makes it easy to keep your wellness routine on track because they have everything in one place. There's yoga, there's Pilates, fitness classes, mindfulness, self-care tips, healthy recipes, and so much more. So either you're a beginner or you're an advanced person, Aloe Moves has the flow or class that will fit your schedule. Their classes range from five minutes to an hour, depending depending on what you're feeling that day. So even if you only have five minutes, you can just get some movement in. I used Aloe Moves all during the pandemic. It was amazing. Like I was on my yoga journey and I was obsessed with it. So you can find stress relief with meditations, affirmations, face yoga, gua sha, dry brushing, and journaling for those quiet moments, even if you don't really want to get a workout on. And when it comes to sleep, it's just important as fitness and nutrition, and they've got you covered with Aloe Moves. So unlock your personal wellness routine with Aloe Moves. Go to Aloe Moves com and use code FIRST for an exclusive 30-day free trial and enjoy 20% off an annual membership. That's allomoves.com, code FIRST, A-L-O-M-O-V-E-S.com, code FIRST. 
Okay, so listen, we are busy ladies over here on The First Degree, and when I have a moment of free time, I don't want to spend it grocery shopping. I want to spend it rotting on the couch and watching reality TV, and that is why I love Thrive Market. So Thrive Market is a go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials, and the convenience of getting everything online then quickly shipped to my doorstop is such a huge time saver. So Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They actually restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. So you can go on their website and use their filters to suit any of your lifestyle needs. If you're allergic to a certain ingredient, if you just don't want to have it in your life, that's why Thrive Market is so awesome. So whether you're looking for organic snacks for your kids or low sugar alternatives or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with just a few clicks. I love love this so much because I don't want to read every ingredient when I go to the grocery store. It's so easy to do it online, honestly, when I'm rotting on the couch. So join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash first for 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash first. Thrivemarket.com slash first. Fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant-quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, no cooking, or cleanup needed. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. And there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Get started today and get after your goals. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. For me, I was really struggling to get enough protein. I always do. But Factor's meals are protein-packed, and they're so good. And it's so easy when I'm slammed busy working in the middle of the day to just have lunch right there, not needing to do anything, except heat it up. Head to factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 and use code DEGREE50 to get 50% off. That's code DEGREE50 at factormeals.com slash firstdegree50 to get 50% off. True crime. Yeah, it's rewind time. Okay, so welcome back. Today, we are going to kind of go through a few uh, different crimes that I have found that were inspired by fictional works, whether that be books, video games, movies, etc. So the first one that I found is the novel Rage by Stephen King. Mm -hmm. Have you ever read that? I have not read it. Um, So the book Rage is about a high school student who kills a teacher and takes his classmate's hostage so there was this kid named jeffrey lynn cox and from the outside he appeared to be this like bright bubbly kind of kid but on the inside he was tormented by a lot of different things he was obviously dealing with his own demons this isn't the Dahmer documentary right this is this is not the (laughs) time um so in april of 1988 he entered his fourth period humanities class with a rifle Unlike the book, he ordered the teacher out of the room. So in the book, he held the teacher in the room, but he ordered the teacher out of the room, then made his first weird request. He wanted a carton of cigarettes and four four large pepperoni pizzas. Those are his hostage requests. Sounds like a Friday night at my house. No, who are we kidding? You like a whole raw chick. You like a whole rotisserie chicken that you tear limb from limb. Viking style, yes. Yeah, what would your be? What would be your hostage request? Four chickens. Give me a give me rotisserie chickens. Four rotisserie chickens. uh, (laughs) Four. And a bunch of bread. 
No utensils. In a Viking helmet. Let me just rip and tear at that food until it's all gone. We basically just need to take him to medieval times. Sure. Um, Okay, so... Back to the point. He also asked for $1 million, which... I mean, if you're going to request whatever, just request what you're going to do. If you're on a, like a criminal terror. Yeah. Obviously. And they also wanted a passage to Brazil. So he's asking for carn of cigarettes, uh, pizza, a million dollars, and how to get to Brazil. Sounds sure. like what I want. Yeah. <laughs> kind of chaotic, but fair. <laughs> so in the book, the shooter turned the hostage situation into this group therapy session. And then it was sort of like a Stockholm syndrome kind of thing. That's what happened in the book. But when this guy, he had a rifle, he put it between his legs. Another classmate rushed at him and knocked him to the ground. Other st- students assisted and the incident ended without any of loss of life. So this what? was actually a happy ending to this situation. Wow. But he was one of four shooters that drew inspiration from the Stephen King novel, so much so that in 1999, Stephen King requested that the book never be printed again. Wow. So he was re- he was inspiring so many of these hostage you know, situations. But, like, I'm really into Stephen King for doing that. I know. Well, but yeah. also, I mean, he's had so many... So many incredible, like the most prolific, incredible best, author of all yeah. best-selling novels. It's probably for him. He's like, it's nothing to be like, hey, if this one's influencing people in the wrong way, right? Yank it, which I admire. Yeah, no, there's there's something to be and said he's, about that. That man's for sure. a genius. Yeah, you know, he really is. Like sure. his work is incredible. No, Stephen King's the best. So um, the next one I'm going to go to is this man that was inspired by the Vampire Chronicles by Anne Rice, especially the book Queen of the Dam. Amazing. Mm. So there is this guy, Alan Menzies, and he stabbed... Menzies? Menzies. Alan Menzies. Menzies. I am on my Menzies. Menzies. I'm on me Menzies. I'm on me Menzies. Um, We're doing the Italian hand. Ah, Menzies. So Alan Menzies, he stabbed Mm, uh, his best friend, Thomas McKendrick, 42 times. So this one did end in a murder. It's terrible. He became known as the vampire killer, and he told Edinburgh Court that he'd been ordered to kill his best friend, this guy Thomas, by a character in the film Queen of the Damned, with which he was obsessed with, and he'd watched more than 100 times so he's obsessed with this movie and he had this like vivid fantasy life that he lived in his mind and he'd become obsessed with Queen of the Damned and its central character a vampire named Aksasha Akasha Akasha Adele Dazim is it is it an X what an Aksasha is it like Aksasha no Akasha aka SHA it's fascinating. So on the day of the killing, he claimed that his friend Thomas made a very insulting remark about the movie. And he obviously was very protective yeah. of this movie. He really liked it. And then he snapped, striking Mr. McKendrick on the head at least 10 times with a hammer before stabbing him. And then he drank some of his victim's blood and ate part of his skull before burying the body in a shallow it seems grave. extreme. Uh, it was insane. And he said that Akasha, who appeared before him, promised him immortality. And he said, at the end of the day, I knew I would have to murder somebody anyway. So if you did not murder somebody, you could not become a vampire, that he told the court. So very inspired. Told the court, as in like educating them. Like, by the way, Um, you guys can't become vampires unless you do this. I actually am fascinated by that like older time where like you guys went to Salem, where it's like, she will breathe underwater or she is a witch. It's insane. (laughs) Yeah, you have no option. Okay. There's no upside. I breathe underwater and drown. If I I drown, then I'm not a witch. If I don't, I am and they'll burn me at the stake. Yeah. If if women are just going to be... You're killed. killed Imagine being way. in that scenario. You're just like, God, God damn, damn it. it. 
Like, what do I do here? Oh, they're so fucked. They're so fucked. Well, because they're oh. like, no, we're just going to kill the feisty women. Exactly. <laughs> the ones who are like not going along with what we said. Well, that was the thing with the Salem witch trials. Sure. It was all of the women that were outcasts and that were louder and that were, you know. Going to go against the patriarchy. Exactly. Well, then there were some, there were some uh, God-fearing women too. But anyways, so the last one that I'm going to talk about is a man that was inspired by Dexter. You really liked Dexter, right? I loved Dexter. Have you gone back and taken another look at it? <laughs> Listen, I don't... Does it not stand the test of time? I'm not going to say Dexter is like the most genius show I've ever seen, but I will say that I really enjoyed it. I liked the dichotomy of the sister-brother relationship rather than like... It even wasn't, knowing that they had a relationship in real life? I like it even more, kind of. And, mm. they did, and there was no like weird sexual relationship they harped on. I don't think they exploited like sex or... But they exploited murder, right? But I think it was trying to be like vigilante... Well, it's definitely vigilante. I don't know. I, I did like a it. A great premise for a show. It and really loved, it truly was. Did you guys watch the most recent season? The last no, season? No. Oh, it's so good. You know why it's good? Because the like one of the new characters is a true crime podcaster who oh. who like involves herself to her demise. Sounds like something Alexis would do. That's right. Her okay. name Shmalexis. Yo. Shmalinkletter. No, I think it was Jamie Chung. Jamie oh, really? Chung played the podcaster. Oh, wow. oh, that's cool. It was great. I loved it. Awesome. But I, I love Michael C. Hall. Anyways, this, there is a man who loved Dexter even more than you. Mark? Mark Twitchell. Mark Twitchell. Did you know him? Yeah, I know the case. Oh, you do? Yeah. Do you want to describe no, it? No, no, you go. Um, so the and first I'll just weigh in when I can. Yeah, weigh in when you can. Yeah. So the first thing about it is he was from Edmonton, which mm-hmm. is where Kelty Knight is from, my partner on my other podcast. Little Kelty. Which is like a teeny tiny, 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 small Edmonton. I don't even a town. Canada. In Canada, yeah. Um, so he loved Dexter. And his uh, his whole thing is he wanted to be like Dexter and he wanted to set up stings for married men planning to pose as a woman looking for a little bit of action. So he also thought he was like a film writer. He was writing all these scripts. When he was doing, uh, I think, a Star Wars like fan fiction film. He was? He was doing a fan fiction film based on one of the big franchises i think it was star wars fan fiction and he rented out this big area like he rented out some space to do that but like they were running out of money and it was sort of he was talented apparently but really apparently but apparently that that actually wasn't his prerogative like the movie wasn't really his prerogative but he was using it as a ruse sort of he also used the space so he also had this eight minute short film called house of cards which like I don't know when it was before or after House Cards, where the main character is a violent and twisted vigilante. I mean, sounds familiar. And this is a quote from it. it says, a male killer in the movie poses as a female on an internet dating site, lures a married man into a garage where the film was being done. That male is knocked unconscious and duct taped to a chair. Info about his bank accounts and passwords on his computer are all solicited from him before he is decapitated and his body is cut up. So that was his movie that he had created. And that's something that he did. I mean, he tried to lure several people this way and he had a, a couple thwarted wow. attempts. Uh, yeah. I mean, he had like a, he had a plan. He was going to do this to somebody. I think maybe one or two people escaped. And so he ended up killing one guy. His name was John Brian Atlinger. Um, Altinger. 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 So I'm trying to read this thing from like two two feet away. So this guy thought that he was going to meet up with a girl. um, But this is what happened. He's told his friends who he was meeting up with and where he lived. Yeah. Or where... 
he was she going. lived where she lived the address he, that he, he was going to and it's whatever it's what we tell everyone to do right yeah. it's absolutely like, here's the gps we can send we can drop pins now here's yeah. where i fucking am bro yeah and it's like well he, you don't think that men really do this and especially uh when was this i don't know when it but I was think men listen it's a weird thing where i think men especially men who don't have a ton of experience with experience with women i think they're especially vulnerable yeah if like a woman finally yeah. takes interest in that they've never seen that before right like yeah and i'm not saying they're not capable but if they haven't put in the effort or whatever but if a woman takes interest out of nowhere and they're like oh maybe it is as easy as it's on tv and they can really get uh sucked into that and it is very dangerous so he For ended sure. up killing this guy well he went missing obviously but then he used his email the guys that he killed's email and he emailed his friend saying i've met an extraordinary woman named jen who has offered to take me on a nice long tropical vacation so his friends were like dude this is not him and, and, he, and he made hello his, friends no, and i, I think, seem and to I have think, met a new woman no, but in not my only life that, um don't quote me on this but i'm pretty sure his car quote and i'm using air quotes was sold to someone for very his car was sold to mark the perpetrator for like a thousand dollars so God. when ultimately the cops came they're like he was trying to cover the tracks in all these weird ways and i think they were using the phone too being like i met a sugar mama she's taking me around the world and it's like the people who knew him best yeah. started to doubt that. Yeah. Because you all know someone who's like, that's just not possible for certain people. Yeah. yeah. You know, everyone's capable and worth worthy yeah. of love. But like, that's just a weird thing to be like, I suddenly have a sugar mama who's older well, than me who's going to take care of me. Like, that's yeah. kind of random. Well, it's like his friends obviously did the right thing in this situation where they're like, this doesn't sound like him. We're going to actually contact police where, you know, a lot of people would probably just, especially if you like guys with guy friends, like you'd probably just be like, whatever, well, dude. Like, when your guy friend said that to you, Jared, if you're like, so-and-so is bringing me on a uh, <laughs> international trip because I, I'm so sexy and my dick's big. Yeah. You'd be, and it, it's for free because I'm that good. You'd be like, Call the cops. Yeah. I would side text like everyone in the group. I'd be like, what the fuck? You'd be like, we should call the cops, right? Uh, I'm sorry. No. Women don't really do that. It's just far and few between that it's really going to happen. No, it is. But I'm saying that men do not interact with each other like women do. That's true. To the part where they would... Call the cops and be like, this seems unlike him. No, your friends would just start. And kind of like, just, or they just would let just their friends do whatever. like dunking on you for doing some dumb shit. They'd yeah. be like, oh, okay, nice. Well, and also, dude. they yeah, don't, good they don't yeah. tell. <laughs> no, he's unique that in that way. Because literally, if I went on a date, I remember when we were both single, Jack, we would always tell each other exactly what we were doing. Oh, yeah. And be like, hey, should I wear this? Yeah. So we'd have the last photo of what we were wearing. Here's where I'm going. Here's where it went as soon yeah. as I left. Like, we were all very like involved in each other's shit. Well, because because online dating is sketchy sometimes. Men are, 100%. Men there, there's, are a, there's a valid reason why. And and I think, honestly, it should be the exact same for both. Like, I think it's totally um, sane for a man to text any of his friends and be like, hey, no, this I'm is where I'm going. He, Especially if you're going somewhere by yourself. Like, you don't you don't know. Totally. You're, it's something that's pulling you men there from the internet. Who knows? But that's the thing, though, is like most men won't do that. Most men's friends won't do that. So it was like, that was a series of events that ended up finding yeah. the actual killer that probably would have gone. Because I know that another man went missing that they tied to him, too. His friends probably didn't do that. Do or men like, are much more secretive. Yeah, for sure. So they also yeah. don't want to get embarrassed if it doesn't go well. You yeah. know, they're just very men anything, anything yeah. to not display feelings. Yes. Yo, yeah. let's yeah. avoid them at all costs. Oh, and, and he continued to watch Dexter in prison. That was kind of the end cap of that. He's the worst. 
Which is like, maybe take away the one thing that brings this man joy. I don't know. Hey, you fucks. What a fucking asshole. Anyways, these people are bad, but we're going to see and hear all of the bad things that you people have done next. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. I took French in high school and I was so excited that we were going to France for Jack's wedding so I could practice my French. And it was only when I got there, I realized just how rusty I'd gotten. And I wanted to communicate in French with the locals there so badly. If you can relate to this experience, then Rosetta Stone is right for you. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. You can choose from one of 25 languages like Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, and Polish. Fast track your language acquisition with immersive lessons designed to teach you to pick up languages in a quick and natural way. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. Rosetta Stone is so convenient, and it can be used on your desktop computer or as an app, with audio companion and ability to download lessons offline. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, the first degree listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com first. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com first today. Thirsty babies, we love you so much. Um, honestly, I feel like kind of Randy doing this in person. Isn't Randy horny? I'm not like aroused in the traditional sense, but I am. She's emotionally aroused. Kind of, because for the first time in a while, we're all here together. No, it is fun. It is. And I, usually like after one or two of these, we're kind of falling asleep. I feel great. But I feel like. I could go all night. Like, uh, this is... I know. I, too, am Randy. <laughs> so, um, here we are with part one of the Thirsty Worsties. Off we go. Hey, guys. Um, my name is Melissa. I've been listening to you guys for so long, and I think you're amazing. And I finally got the nerve to call you guys. So, the worst thing I've ever done. When I was, I don't know, like, fifth and sixth grade... I had this girl who was picking on me all the time, and she was constantly saying that I was pregnant and, like, all of this random stuff that should not even be said to a fifth and sixth grader. So, long story short, after a lot of just trying to clear my name, I decided that I was going to hang posters around our town because she had a tooth, one tooth in the front of her mouth, and she kind of resembled a beaver. So I got tired of her picking on me, so I printed up, I don't know, 20, 30 signs, pieces of paper, and posted them all over the telephone poles of our very small town of 500 people that said, save a beaver, I'm sorry, kill a beaver, save a tree. It's very inappropriate, very bad for a child to do, but I was very tired of being picked on 
may not be the worst thing I've ever done. But for that age group, that was definitely not a highlight of my life. So thank you guys so much. Um, oh, by the way, I had to take anger management classes because of that. <laughs> what are you going to do? You guys are amazing. Thanks for giving me a safe space. Keep on doing what you're doing. So my understanding is that she hurt you first, mm-hmm. which is why you retaliated. And I think you know that... <laughs> We should all rise above and not retaliate. I could see this in a scene of a movie with you with your papers, slapping them all over the place with like a picture of a beaver. And like it turns into this story that like you're whatever. So I feel like this is just typical high school behavior. So don't feel bad about it. But like, don't do it again. Don't tell you know not to I do it again. I think you know, and I think that's why you're calling in about it. But well, Jared, tell you know. what about do do a little quick uh, anecdote about um, the swing. My natural thing when I was a kid, maybe I I was angry sometimes. But oh, you. If someone bullied me, my thing would be to retaliate, but like one up it. What? So I had a kid. I was on the swings. It was in. Like How old were you? I need more Second or third grade. Okay, so you're young. seven or eight. He's a little, little young. seven or eight. Very vivid Very memory. young Very and vivid. not accountable for his own actions. Not at all. No. So that's why we can tell the story. But yeah. some kid called me a freckle face. <laughs> How dare he? And I was on the Which, swing. Honestly, I think is a good thing. Yeah, Rude. Was great, great. <laughs> Freckle um, face. But it was in front of like, the hot chick of the grade. Well, whatever. I'm like in third grade, but it's in front the of a girl. Third, right? It was in it's front in, of his little crush. In front of somebody else. So I get off my swing. She looked like Jack. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Unclear. Um, Jared, I thought that you didn't like anybody other than me ever in your life. This is true. Okay. So <laughs> I get off my swing and then I stand in front of his, which is coming forward. And I just kind of put my <laughs> fist out, and he kind of swings into my <laughs> fist, and I knock him off the swing. And I do not recommend doing this. I got in a lot of trouble. I got the talking to. It was to. like a, a, a like a teacher's aid saw or I something. I think yeah. that that is almost a science lesson of inertia, though. Like but you I, were just showing him a little I was, knowledge. Well, also growing up, my mom was like, "Don't take any shit off of anybody." So that probably didn't help. Mom's so. like, "Don't let anyone fuck with my son." <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, yeah. right. So. She's like, "You go punch every guy that makes fun of you, <laughs> dude." No, right in the face. No, no, right no. Right in the no. kiss up. I'm goofing, but. So I, I understand that the want the desire to retaliate and take it up a notch, yeah. but but you reach a certain age where like that's that volley keeps going back and forth, and, oh, then, totally. and then it gets really well, out and then of it hand. get really that's, violent. Yeah. That's how yeah. high school was for me totally. too, and and it was a really slippery slope. But, so uh, you got oh, mad, you took it too far. Get, don't beat it? yourself up. It's that's, not there's no guilty or not guilty. You're perfect. Or what's you're worsty. perfect. <laughs> you're wor- firsty worsty. Like we all are. We love you. We love you. Don't beat yourself up. All right. Well, um, do you want to try to spitball? Uh, Ooh, what was the theme of this one? Um, uh, John, John Lennon, Dexter, fiction ooh, works ooh, that led ooh. to crime. Okay, I can try to free, freestyle something. All right, um, let's do you need a George Costanza is not a beetle. <laughs> you do the next line, Jared. He likes to sew. He has a needle. Uh, what else rhymes with needle? Um, um, uh, he really likes Don Cheadle. Oh <laughs> you shit! Go next, you can next, but you can also change it to the next. You can change. There's the, only one line left. He would look really great in a speedle, speedo, <laughs> speedle. And George Costanza is forgiving. 
forgiving. He's ready for a life worth living. He's ready for a life worth living. And he's made mistakes, but he's forgiving. Once again. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. Last three lines out. (laughs) I'm just kidding. We're leaving that in. And he's ever ever living. And he gets snaps. (laughs) No, you can cut it out. No, we'll keep it in. Whatever is good. It stays in. Whatever is going to make the people happy. It stays. Bye bye. Bye. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.